Hi there. Today, let's do some English speaking practice. Let's do some tongue twisters. Here at Adept English, we put a lot of focus on listening. It's the most important skill when you're learning a language, but you do need to practice your speaking too. And tongue twisters are a good way to do this. They're the equivalent of going to the gym for your mouth. So let's give your mouth a good exercise, a good workout today and do some tongue twisters. Hello, I'm Hilary and you're listening to Adept English. We will help you to speak English fluently. All you have to do is listen. So start listening now and find out how it works. First of all, what is a tongue twister? Well, your tongue, that's T-O-N-G-U-E, that is in your mouth. It helps you speak and helps you eat your food. I don't want to be rude, but that's my tongue. Your tongue is so important to speaking a language that in English, we sometimes refer to languages as tongues. We might talk about your mother tongue. That means your first language, the language you learned as a baby. So English is my mother tongue. Don't confuse tongue, T-O-N-G-U-E, with that silent U and E, with a different word, tongue, T-O-N-G. When you hear that kind of tongue, it's either something that you might get your sausages off the barbecue with, a pair of tongs, or you might use tongs to straighten your hair. That's a different word. And the word twister? Well, to twist, that's T-W-I-S-T. That means to form something in a bent or twisted or spiral shape. If you twist something, it's sort of this kind of action. So a tongue twister, that's a term, an expression for a rhyme or a sentence, which is difficult to say, which makes your tongue and your mouth work really hard to say the word. And these are good speaking practice if you're learning a language because they strengthen the muscles in your mouth, but they also help you make those essential connections in your brain. Your brain learns to say new words and possibly new vowels or consonants, possibly new sounds. So I have covered tongue twisters before in a previous podcast. That's podcast number 375. You can find that on our website still at adeptenglish.com. And in that podcast, I covered the following. I'm going to read these. How much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? That's hard to say. She sells seashells by the seashore. Red lorries, yellow lorries, red lorries, yellow lorries. The sheik seeks 66th sheep is sick. And the last one was, in that podcast, Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers. A peck of pickled peppers Peter Piper picked. If Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers, where is the peck of pickled peppers Peter Piper picked? So you get the idea. They're difficult even for someone who is a native English speaker to say. 
So they're good practice for you. Let's do some different ones today. In that podcast in 375, I do give you a vocabulary explanation for them as well. They are nonsense. They don't make sense, but I think it's more useful to you to be saying words that you recognise and you know the meanings of. So I'll do the same today. Just before I go on, if you would like to know how to use our podcast so that you speed up your English language learning, what are the best techniques for learning English? Just sign up for our seven rules of adept English on our website and you will find out. It will speed up your English language learning. So sign up today, adeptenglish.com. Let's do some less well-known tongue twisters today. Some of these are new to me. So it gives you opportunity to practice. It gives your mouth chance for exercise. So try saying these ones with me. You know New York, you need New York. You know you need unique New York. That's hard. Again. You know New York, you need New York, you know you need unique New York. If you're watching on YouTube or on Spotify where you can get video, then you can see the words in front of you on the screen as I speak. That might be helpful here. Last time, you know New York, you need New York, you know you need unique New York. Yep, quite difficult. That's got me struggling. What about this one? If a dog chews shoes, whose shoes does he choose? Again. If a dog chews shoes, whose shoes does he choose? A bit more slowly this time. If a dog chews shoes, whose shoes does he choose? We're testing out some of the things that I covered in that recent podcast on consonant pronunciation and the stuff that gets covered in the course on our website on consonant pronunciation as well. Similar stuff. Last time on that one. If a dog chews shoes, whose shoes does he choose? Practice. It'll help. Another one. I'm feeling the need to prepare for this one. Fred fed Ted bread and Ted fed Fred bread. Again, it's very simple English, isn't it? Fred fed Ted bread and Ted fed Fred bread. See if you can say that. If you know the children's books by Dr. Seuss, that's S-E-U-S-S, -S, an American author, these specialise in rhymes for children that are tongue twisters. It's very famous. You may well know it. The problem is it probably doesn't translate well into other languages. It has to be in English and it is American English. These books come with rather crazy pictures as well. My children used to love them as bedtime stories. And I think English speaking children tend to use rhymes and nursery rhymes to help with their pronunciation, but also when they're using the schwa in order to get the rhythm of the language correct. So rhymes are useful in that way as well. I do recommend one called Green Eggs and Ham. You may know it. That's a book that has sold millions and millions of copies all around the world. But you can listen to it on YouTube. You can see the pictures and hear someone reading it out in American English. 
the links in the transcript for that one if you're interested. But I do recommend Dr. Seuss for tongue twisters. Let's end with a slightly more difficult one. This one's a bit like Peter Piper and his peck of pickled pepper. See if you can say this one. I'll do it several times and I'll explain the vocabulary as well. Betty Botter bought some butter, but she said the butter's bitter. If I put it in my batter, it will make my batter bitter. But a bit of better butter will make my batter better. So twas better Betty Botter bought a bit of better butter. Okay, I'll do some vocabulary here. Betty Botter is just a made up name to help the rhyme. Butter, B-U-T-T-E-R, is what you put on your bread or your toast. And batter, B-A-T-T-E-R, is something that you might make when you're cooking. If you want to make pancakes, for example, you will first of all make a batter. And this is what you pour into the pan to make a pancake. The word bitter, B-I-T-T-E-R, is an adjective and it's usually used to describe tastes. can be used in other contexts too, but mainly here, taste. So something is bitter, might make you pull a face. If you tasted shampoo, if you put shampoo in your mouth, that would be bitter. But we also have foods that we quite like sometimes that are bitter. Olives, grapefruit, they're bitter. They're bitter tastes. So they're bitter in a good way if you like them. Let's go again with that one. Now you understand the words. Betty Botter bought some butter, but she said the butter's bitter. If I put it in my batter, it will make my batter bitter. But a bit of better butter will make my batter better. So it was better Betty Botter bought a bit of better butter. That word twas is just an old fashioned abbreviation of it was. Twas. <laughs> T-W-A-S. Once more. Betty Botter bought some butter, but she said the butter's bitter. If I put it in my batter, it will make my batter bitter. But a bit of better butter will make my batter better. So it was better Betty Botter bought a bit of better butter. <sighs> Again, like I said at the end of the last podcast on tongue twisters, I think I need to go and have a lie down or at least a drink to wet my whistle, as we say. I've got a dry mouth after all those tongue twisters. But work on this material. Play this video or listen on audio to this podcast a number of times and see if you can slowly get your mouth around those tongue twisters. It will really help you when it comes to speaking English. Enough for now. Have a lovely day. Speak to you again soon. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please help me tell others about this podcast by reviewing or rating it. And please share it on social media. You can find more listening lessons and a free English course at adeptenglish.com.